Visit licentureexams.com and try our samples completely free of charge. Hello, dear therapist, and welcome back to our podcast here at Licensure Exams. I'm your host, Dr. Linton Hutchinson, and this is the queen of questions, Stacy Frost. Hey there, everybody. Whether you're in between sessions with clients, commuting to your next appointment, or baking a batch of therapeutic brownies, hashtag self-care, we're glad that you're tuning in with us. Our podcast is dedicated to helping you stay sharp, informed, and confident in the days leading up to exam day. And we've got a special treat for you today. We'll be talking about an important yet often overlooked and equally terrifying to many therapists, the electrifying skill of therapeutic silence. That's right, Stacy. Many therapists forget that one of the most powerful tools in their toolkit is simply learning how to be comfortable with silence and allowing it to fill up a room and create space for growth and reflection. I hear you. So you may think that you need to say something all the time, but this can actually put a lot of pressure not only on you as a therapist, but your clients as well. So it's really important to learn how to simply be present with your client in the moment without feeling like either of you have to be talking all the time. Absolutely. You know, therapeutic silence can be used for reflection, providing space for your clients, and allowing them to process their thoughts, feelings, and... Stacy, are you there? <laughs> yep, I'm here. Just giving you an example of what it feels like to invoke therapeutic silence. It is way harder than you think to just sit with a client quietly, not saying anything. There's like this invisible pressure to fill the space with words, especially during a podcast when people <laughs> expect you to be talking the whole time, kind of like in a therapy session. So, Linton, did it work? Did you have any revelations during the silence? Well, actually, you know, now that you mention it, uh, it triggered a memory of an experiment that I did like years ago with Sterling uh, when we were at a traffic light. Did I ever tell you about that, Stace? Mm, I'm guessing it was at the traffic light near Publix. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was. So I'm with Sterling, my daughter, in the car, and we're stopped at a traffic light. Sterling has a clipboard, paper and pen, and a stopwatch. She quickly turns around in her seat and makes note of the driver's age and sex. And after a few seconds, of course, the light turns green. And we, as you guessed, Sterling and I, we just sit there mm. and wait and wait and wait with the stopwatch keeping track of the time since the light turned green. But before too long, and actually, if you were male in your 20s, quite quickly, the car's horn behind us started to blast out in their frustration of having to wait when the light was already green. Ooh, just hearing the story makes me uncomfortable. Sitting at a green traffic light is a high stakes situation. Each second feels like years. I don't know if you knew it at the time, Lynch, but you were taking your life in your hands that day, my friend. Well, just like sitting still at a green traffic light, as uncomfortable as it may seem at first, learning to be comfortable with silence can be incredibly powerful in the therapy session. When you and your client are comfortable sitting in silence, it creates room for self-reflection, 
deeper self-exploration and opens the door for creative problem solving. Well, that definitely makes a lot of sense. So how do you know when to use therapeutic silence? I mean, there's a time for talking and there's a time to be quiet. So how do you know the difference? Well, it's all about your own timing as a therapist and the context. So if client is stuck on a particular problem and needs some time to process their thoughts or feelings, then it might be the time for therapeutic silence rather than, as a lot of us will do, just jump in and rescue the client and solve their problem for them. Mm-hmm. Have you got any examples? Sure. Say you have a client who moved away from her family and all of her friends to someplace up north. Mm-hmm. You've built a strong report with her, and now you're working with her to process her feelings, not only about her loss, but about the wonderful opportunities that lay ahead. Mm, sounds a little familiar, but okay, I'm, I'm going with you so far. I want to see where this winds up. Okay, let's say that uh, during the last session that you had with the client, that they seem to continually stop in mid-sentence and they're not able to express actually what they're feeling or what's on their mind. At first, you probably have the urge to go ahead and step in and offer a solution or personal insight, but this is actually the best time for you to take a break, take a breath, sit back, and let the sound of silence fill the air You'll know that it's working because you'll start to feel uncomfortable, sort of the same way you feel when you're in an elevator and no one is talking. Well, I know exactly that situation. All right, Linton. Well, you're not talking about my recent move to Michigan, are you? It seemed a little close to home. Well, anyway, the idea is that you're giving the client time and space to gain clarity on their thoughts and feelings so that they can actually put those into words. That's right. A few moments of silence can be really powerful and often leads to deeper insights rather than you keep yakking on and on. So next (laughs) time you're tempted to fill silence with words, let your client sit with their thoughts first. You may just be really surprised at the revelations that come out when both of you stop talking. Okay, so to sum it up, therapeutic silence is a powerful technique that you can use in therapy to create space for reflection, insight, and emotional processing. You got it. And remember, it's not about just staying quiet. It's about using silence effectively, understanding when and how to introduce it for the benefit of the client. Mm, Well said, Linton. And on that note, it is time for us to go silent as we wrap up today's episode. Well, good luck with your studies. And as we always say, remember, it's in in there. there.